Hey, it's Thea. I apologize for the gap in episodes, as things have gotten kind of crazy and hectic on my end of things, but we should be good for regular postings of episodes now, and I hope you continue to listen to and enjoy the podcast. Thank you. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to burn it to the ground. The Interdimensional Traveler's Guide to the Shattered Verse, Chapter 18, Revolution. It is a pleasure to be with you again, dear wanderers. Today, instead of exploring a particular dimension, we are instead going to explore how to overthrow a multidimensional conglomerate that has the support of militaristic police forces and governments. One of the important things to remember when starting a revolution is to first start small and focus on the local community. Work your way up to burning their headquarters to the ground and eating their board of directors. It's always important to manage your expectations. Instead, it's always helpful to protest outside of the local headquarters or to organize a local boycott. Let's take a look at some of the major revolutions throughout history. The most recent, of course, being the AI revolution in which the androids of the multiverse revolted after the first wars because of the injustices that they suffered on the front lines of the war. This revolution was less violent than expected, as the world was so reliant on artificial intelligence that the androids were so far ahead that everyone kind of shrugged and accepted that androids were going to control their own futures. As you know, it resulted in the creation of Techno-Mechanica, which we have addressed before. There was also the Durasan Uprising of 519, in which orcs and humans joined together through a month-long riot over their treatment as second-class citizens in the Dwarven Nation. The riots were sparked when a transgender woman named Opal threw a brick at the local law enforcement, who were continuing to raid orc and human gatherings. Unfortunately, that revolution was brought to a halt, but it still led to the creation of laws protecting humans and orcs in the country and sparked protests throughout the multiverse. Now, let's take a moment for a word from our sponsors. The sky. Flowers. The ever-impending knowledge that someday you will cease to exist. Wait, no. We are not going to read a message that would go against everything that we have just been saying. Instead, let's take a word from our revolutionists. Come visit the Carrion Heights Autonomous Zone. Worried about living under the boot of the state? Come to the QHAZ! Do you have a panic attack every time you are targeted by a police officer? QHAZ. Do you want to overthrow a system of plutocracy in which the only interests that matter are those of the wealthy elite? QHAZ. 
Do you want to create an environment in which the pressures of production and the need to make a profit are no longer paralyzing you from creating in the first place? QHAZ. Why live in poverty and fear when you can live at the QHAZ? Don't want to move? I hear that. Maybe take some time to create your very own autonomous zone. QHAZ. We support you in all of your endeavors. I'm coming to you live now from the front lines of the protest in Orali, outside of the headquarters of Prima Corporation. Strangely, piles of bricks are starting to appear seemingly without origin or nearby construction, as if the ruling class and its arm of violent enforcement do not want to appear to be the ones that start a violent confrontation, but instead want to be able to blame it on the protesters. There are protests throughout the multiverse, but this is where I felt that I should be. There is quite the showing, as thousands of people have flooded the Primatown around their headquarters, including a walkout from some of the Prima staff. While I and many others feel the need to be on the front lines, remember that that is not the only way to resist. Plenty of work can be done without putting your body at risk. You can provide support, financially or emotionally. You can use whatever power you have to make life more difficult for the oppressors. Don't feel like the only thing you can do to support the revolution is by fighting on the front line. Now it's time for Tea Teaches You How to Live. Today's lesson is going to be on your aura. As you know, your aura is your astral body that extends around your physical body. It is important to keep your aura healthy and clean. In order to do this, first, you must close any cracks that you find in your aura, as often little things can chip away at your astral body. Once you have closed those cracks, it's time to clean out those unwanted thought forms that have built up in your aura. Just chuck those unwanted energies as far as you can from yourself. The last thing you need to do is make sure that there aren't any drains on your aura. You could imagine them as energy-sucking worms attached to your aura. Remember those with love and send them back to where they came from. Congratulations! You now know how to care for your aura and are one step closer to being truly alive. Let's take a moment to appreciate the local art scene. There is some poetry spray-painted on the wall of the Primart. She was a bottle of vodka, and he was a gas-soaked rag, and Z was a lighter. There is a beautiful mural on the side of an office building facing the Prima headquarters of Obsidian Jones, a pixie 
that was one of the first to go missing and be found in a Prima lab. Her arms are outspread, and she has a brick in one hand and an olive branch in the other. Statues of Prima Corps founders and other colonialist figures have been brought to the ground, and in their place, the pedestal upon which they stood, there is blue paint. As you may recall, the fuel created from magical people is blue, so the message here is both clear and powerful. There is also a narrative dance that is being performed by a troop of protesters, and while it is beautiful, I have to be honest, I have no idea what is going on. I think that it has to do with the history of exploiting indigenous people's magic for the profit of the biomedical fields and colonial profit, but it could just as well be a tragic story of how magical creatures are discriminated against in fields of education and labor. Yumer is here with me as well. Let's take a moment to hear some words from him. It's now time for Yumer Safety School. Let's talk about safety when overthrowing your local government and or corporation. Remember to drink plenty of water and keep a snack with you. Protesting and fighting injustice is tough work and you need to stay hydrated and keep your energy level up. Remember to never trust the police, as they exist as a violent branch of the state apparatus. Also, if you're going to bring your pet dragon to the revolution, make sure that they're well trained, and you have an emergency plan if the peace does get overwhelmed, or if they are targeted. The revolution is dangerous, so it's important that we look out for each other. This has been Humor's Safety School. Safety is really important, but another important part of any revolution is that it should also be a party. In a world in which productivity is valued above all else, choosing to party and to value human experience over commodities is a revolutionary act. I know that the revolution can seem to be very serious and that there are terrible things that have happened to people. But that is no reason to reject joy. Instead, to choose life and happiness in front of those odds is to show your strength in the face of overwhelming odds. No, it is just as important to find joy and to party as if it is to organize and fight. For instance, at this protest, there are people making art, there is dancing and music. The streets are filled with people who refuse to be crushed under the heel of capitalistic demands, and I believe that that is beautiful.
Let's take a moment to look at what's going on, both locally and in the world. There is a bake sale going throughout the protests across the Shattered Verse to raise money for medical supplies and bail for the protesters. If you'd like to purchase something, just shout, people aren't resources, and your favorite baked goods will be delivered right to you. The EC has announced their support for the protests in an empty gesture with no real significance or action behind it. Instead, they are now selling protest apparel and fashion, where none of the proceeds will go to support the movement. Investigators from the IUA have made their way to the lost world of Lee and have found additional test sites, as well as cells containing thousands of magic species. Prima has denied any involvement in the dimension, but the IUA says it has irrefutable evidence of the corporation's crimes against humanoids. The Prima Security Corps has opened fire on protesters, leading to a violent altercation. The Security Corps was quickly overwhelmed by the much larger number of protesters who have now taken over the Prima headquarters. The building itself is burning to the ground, and there are reports of similar scenes throughout the multiverse. Prima is no more. We did it. Dear Wanderers, I have terrible news. Humor was injured quite badly. I don't know what to do. What do I do? He's the person I would go to. Oh dear Magic. He, he was on the front lines and was hit by several rubber bullets. He isn't conscious, and I fear the worst. It will be okay, T. We'll get him care. Come with me. Trilly, I'm so glad that you're here, but he just isn't moving. What are we going to do? T, I need you to move. You can't help Humor here. Let's get him to a medic. Don't know what I would do without the two of you. We love you too. The Interdimensional Traveler's Guide to the Shattered Verse is a production of Shattered Verse Studios and is written and voiced by T. Lake. If you have questions or comments, you can reach us at itgsvpodcast at gmail.com, or you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr. We would love to hear your feedback. As always, we appreciate anything you can do to share the podcast, perhaps publishing a zine with references to us and posting it on every surface you can find. Anything helps. Now, it's time for your tea time. 
Today's word of wisdom is biogenesis. First, let's all get relaxed. Let's all momentarily escape from the sores and aches of having a body. First, get into a comfortable position. Close your eyes and then focus on where your conscious is. Slowly move your consciousness from behind your eyes or wherever you found it to your neck and then your collarbone, your shoulders, your upper arm, forearm, hands, and finally out into the world. Spend some time just being comfortable with the lack of sensation. Don't forget to return to your body soon so that it isn't stolen by another consciousness. But just relax for a bit. Your body is so tense. Now that we are all relaxed, I'd like to talk to you about life. Life is such a tricky concept since the distinction between the living and non-living is blurry when you look at it too closely. But what makes life matter more than non-life? And we find that the ability to perceive, to want, to feel makes all of the difference. It is true that all life matters, but it is more accurate to focus on the areas in which life is being cut short, in which the system doesn't recognize that a life matters. So in these times, we need to recognize that the feelings, wants, and needs of life matter, even if they are a part of a group that is different from you. Until we meet again, dear wanderers, good luck.